Welcome to the Dirt Church MTB Podcast. With Eli Burr, Wild Stuff, Matt Hall. You know you can use underwear four times? And Rob Walker. Dude, I could be in Hollywood. Look at Nicolas no. Cage. He's a position. I'm pretty excited. I just purchased my uh, The Rain from the Taylor Swift, the Aero Store. How much so, did you pay for that? Uh, it wasn't much. Seventeen thousand. <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was a deal because I got, I got Sound, two. I got, sounds like a deal. I, I got two small yeah. thimbles. Was it? Of did rain. You, was it the one? Did you get the rain off the piano? That, yeah. 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 Was that specific? That was, more was money, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. That was a little yeah. bit more money. Yeah. We so, really. We so really anyway. fucked up at not getting tickets to that show. I know, I tried. Did you, though? Dude, did, did you hear about the dad that spent $21,000 on tickets? Well, Nitty, he got and no he rain. Felt, he he got felt no rain. forced to do that, too. He, did. he felt forced to buy that. He did. Good, he should have been. What an yeah. idiot. <laughs> I would have rather gone to the Blink concert the next night. For oh. sure. Goddamn. Dirt Church, MTB. Talking about Taylor Swift. Talking about Taylor Swift. Swift, uh, you guys, I just actually noticed, <laughs> I just uh, realized this. This is episode 40. Whoa. They say in the in the um, book of how-to podcasts for dummies, uh, <laughs> when you make it to episode 40, you've made it. We made Holy it, boys. shit, we're, we're there. We're big time. This is it. Wait, we got to get wait, through this have, episode. Do we have to make it to 41, though? Complete oh, shit. We, feel like we, we do make... have to get through this yeah. episode. Is that 40 published or 40 recorded? Oh, shit. I don't know. Because uh, well, we recorded more. We <laughs> threw a few away. Yeah. Sometimes Theoretically, we've, we've, we've published more than 40 with the... That's true, with the updates. Yeah. But... This yeah. is it. This is the right. official... This is 40... We'll celebrate this one. episode. So, happy birthday, motherfuckers. Here we go. Um, yeah, Dirt Church MTB. Uh, I'm Eli. I'm Matt. I'm still Rob. And uh, we're here. We got a uh, guest in the studio. We're really excited about that. You heard him talking already. We're going to introduce him in a second. Um, I just put a question out online, and I haven't gotten any responses yet. So, um, it's because we don't have any followers. Don't have any followers. So follow us. <laughs> like and subscribe. We, have, we don't have shit to subscribe to, and... If you like us, I don't think there's a like button. Join the out. Patreon, guys. Yeah, <laughs> weird pictures, man. You someone love make us a Patreon? That'd be yeah. cool. <laughs> so uh, tonight we have a guest, like I said, in in the studio here, uh, Chris Yankopopoulos. Yank and not Yank City and, of Yank. Yank and the Pop. City of Yank. Yank. Chris, tell us your name. Chris <laughs> Yank. Dude, we should make stickers. City of Yank. <laughs> <laughs> Like that would be sick. Hello, my name is Christopher Robert Yankopoulos. 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 Everyone calls me Yanko. Yanko. It sounds so much better coming from you. Probably uh, does. Chris is, you may have seen him if you've ever done a race or you've ever been around and seen a bright blue Shimano van. Chris is the Shimano representative, field representative. So my role, I am the Shimano Shimano. Shimano Technical Shimang. I'm the Shimang guy. Shimang. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> Shimano. Some people will get that. The Shimano Tech Rep for New England. Right so, on. New England proper. Hell yeah. yeah. So uh, if you've seen the van, you might have seen Chris. He's been out there. He's pretty damn helpful. He's pretty damn smart. Um, but no one gets away from the question, Chris. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? So yeah, uh, I'm Chris. I'm the Tech Rep for New England for Shimano. Why do I do it? Um... So, I, so what I do for my job is I work with bike shops. 
and I learn from bike shops. I teach bike shops uh, and help bike shops as much as I can. That's my main role, uh, is build a community of mechanics and people in the bike industry and to help with that. Uh, and it just so happens that I work for Shimano, a company that does a lot of product and has a lot of product, so I get a lot of phone calls and that stuff. I put out a lot of fires, uh, and I yeah, teach right. a lot of stuff. So. Uh, I get to use that education degree that I went to school for and had a teaching job for 18 months and then left to work full-time at the bike shop. So I technically teach bike parts. So, yeah, I use that degree still. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, why yeah. not? Sure. Yeah, totally. Mm, I'm learning shit if, right now. If you, go, <laughs> if you go back far enough and you've been around New England in the bike scene far enough, uh, people might know you from... So I've worked at... Um, uh, first place I went to was Benson's Ski and Sport, which was like a hardware store that they decided to open up a little bike corner in, and I broke parts out there all the time. So then they're like, well, we got to hire you. You break our tools. <laughs> um, went to school for a long time, and then uh, the, the biggest chunk of time in the bike industry was I worked at uh, Goodell's Bike Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh, was a full-time mechanic there for a little bit, then became their de facto service manager after a number of years, and then myself and two other guys pretty much ran the front end of the business from service and sales and marketing and outreach and all that for a number of years. And then... Uh, you, you had to have your shit together to work for Brad. I really did, and I didn't need suspenders, and I hung up on him all the time when he would call me. Um, <laughs> still do to this That's day. Great. Yeah, right? He still calls? Uh, yeah, dude. Just when on I, birthdays and Christmas uh, and shit? No, when he's home or when he needs something down in Florida. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I was there for a long time and then would work a lot of races, go to a lot of races, would help out with teams or individuals, and uh, would help out with Shimano at events as like a contract mechanic. Uh, the guy that had my role before me would come in the shops and I'd help him with different things too. And, uh, it's kind of a little bit of who, you know, and then getting through the, uh, the process of, uh, elimination, if you will, through an application process, you know, when a job's hiring, they approached me and said, Hey, we want you to apply for this job. We can't give it to you, right? but right. we want you to apply for it. And then that took five months almost. Damn. To go through that, like that process. Yeah. Between... It was probably at, it's funny. So the person that had the job before me, they got like no applications. Mm -hmm. um, and then when he was leaving and then I was looking for the job, they didn't even, and they advertised that when they were looking for the role, uh, when I got the job, they didn't advertise it and they got over a hundred applications. Super weird. Yeah. It was just like word of mouth. It was just like oh, wow. the timing and everything and how it happened. It was just a lot of people, I guess were looking to do a move. What year are we talking here? We're in 2023, that was eight-ish years ago, so 23 minus eight, math on air is not good, so yeah. I don't know, 14, 15, 2014, 2015-ish. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then, yeah, it was like interview with this person, interview with this person, re-interview with these three people, and then, you know, because I work out of New England, um, but then there's a bunch of people out of, we call it like, we de facto call the mothership out of, or the North American mothership, Shimano, North America, based out of Irvine, California. And there's like five other different people I had to interview in departments there between, you know, product managers or uh, education people, sales managers and stuff, just to make sure that we gel. Because our team is like, the tech team's kind of like, 
we don't want to say like the land of misfit toys, but whenever we go into the sales like meetings and stuff, they just kind of look at us kind of weird because we're not salespeople. We're, we're tech people and we're mechanics right. and mm-hmm. um, we see more product and more stuff ahead of time than others do. And right. sometimes they like us being the, um, I won't say the mouthpiece, but like giving them mouthpiece that's kind of hot yeah yeah i can be a mouthpiece so so what you're saying if i'm going to simplify it yeah for the listener is uh if you know how to bleed a break you could do your job it's yeah pretty much <laughs> or, so the big thing so the big thing it's weird because like i just started recently thinking about this because i do a lot of like one of my big things everyone asks me like when am i busy like oh your summer must be busy now nah, summer's easy man shops don't want to see like right. if i were to go into you guys and be like hey i want to do a clinic oh, with you on yeah, like team like motors You'd yeah. tell me to, you know, pound sand and I'll see you in November. Yeah. And that's what I used to do when I ran my shop. Like, I had 20 mechanics, two part-time or two assistant managers, like, part-time staff. Like, no, I didn't have time to do that. Yeah. The winter times when I'm the busiest. Mm-hmm. Like that's the win- your clinics and stuff. Exactly. And I'm in my office with three screens up looking at, you know, PowerPoint decks, building presentations. And I'm big on symptomatic and physical training we've all been to clinics name whatever brand and you go and you look at a suspension or a part or whatever and you're like yeah isn't this great this is so cool let's take it apart i'm like yeah but it's brand new what happens in a year what happens in two years like what happens that is always part it's it's never yeah they're like hey check out this new thing let's like look inside i'm like yeah but like everything comes apart easily or everything is you know and what happens when this doesn't work right what's this symptom so like if anybody and if any shop, if any of you guys have ever called me, I always say, all right, I'm going to sound really stupid. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And you might think you've, I've already done this, Chris. Why are you asking me this? But it's just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. But you eliminate so, the dumb things. You, you know what you know from what you don't know. So yep. you start with the easy. It's just like thinking, look, I, I'm big on, like I said, I'm big on symptomatic training. You have somebody that comes in with a squeaky full suspension bike. Do you just rip everything apart? You start at the easy stuff. Yep. What's the easy stuff? You work at the pedals. You do your handlebars. You you know you, you work from the easy York way to the harder stuff. It's the same thing with bleeding brakes, diagnosing electronic shifting, uh, shift cables, or anything. Um, so always do your eliminate your easy stuff first. Um, the other thing that always bothers me is because I've worked in the bike industry for a number of years before I was on the backside of it. Uh, like I was saying, like somebody takes a suspension, look at this thing. isn't it great? Like we'll teach you how to remove the dust seals or this is what the lower surface looks like. Okay. But what does it look like when, you know, Timmy, you know, T bars just destroyed the front end of that bike with too much pressure in it. Like I want to know. So, you know, like hydraulic plate, I know more about fluid dynamics working in the bike industry than I did in college and in high school. And it's (laughs) physics. It's hilarious. But like when I do shop clinics, large shop clinics, like, when I'm in either Colorado or Florida or Connecticut or whatever, uh, Japan is very by the book and dealer manual, and they like that a lot, which makes sense. Um, I have a little bit more creative license in the tech team, Shimano tech team. We've started doing this in the last – I've been doing it for a number of years, and they're starting to really do it across the country this way too. We fuck shit up. We <laughs> – screw up brakes we screw up drivetrains we drop little gremlins so i'll do a presentation and it'll be talk teach what else do we hate about presentations they're 90 minutes long they're two hours of powerpoint yeah. you're yeah. falling asleep yeah Boring. i'll talk for 10 minutes 15 minutes and then i'll have other guys screwing up bikes in the background 
So they'll screw up DI2 shifting, they'll reverse buttons, they'll unplug wires, will brick parts, will screw up. I have hoses for uh, hydraulics for brake sets that I've pinched to get specific symptoms from customers pinching lines or introducing a certain amount of air into a line to try to get bad lever feel or compression at a piston or slow to return. I've damaged pistons on calipers to try to get slow to... mechanics we're tactile we need to feel it we need Mm -hmm. to see it we need to witness it you know we're and we're new englanders we're salty surly pessimistic (laughs) i don't believe it till i've seen it and seen it 20 times right like (laughs) that's the value in seeing that ahead of like the actual repair process for a customer who's paying the bill the shop that needs to make the margin Mm -hmm. make the time is Mm -hmm. invaluable yeah so that's and that's not something that we can do in like an hour that's like it's a it's a 10 hour class yeah so it's all day it's intensive we've done it in a bunch of states in new england um southern states we're going to start doing more of it in other areas too eventually but like it's invaluable and that's something that was never really offered at that level for a long time you know again go back to this is the new product and this is how you service it when it's new right you can pull it apart this is the clutch and a derailleur stabilizer whatever you want to call it this is the grease you need this is how you pull it apart you pull it back in cool how do i make it work when i'm in the middle of the woods right, right. how Pack can full i of mud. What's how far can i tell a customer nah you can ride that mm. well, like no nah, that's fine kind of you know it's it's sure. figuring that stuff out um it's funny the pandemic after the so during the ews races that were in new england that was a wild eight weeks for me because yeah. it was like yeah. mountain bike festival and ews another mountain bike festival another ews and then like a skunk camp like it was just tons of stuff happening all over the place in new england um and we which is have, sick it's super sick and but, it's yeah. just it's you guys are doing some really cool stuff in the future and it's like it's it's really finally bringing light the riding around here yeah for sure which sucks because now the trails are going to get smoked but no whatever um <laughs> we saw you at the we'll tail end of that you, you were looking like oh, i was clapped dude yeah. I was clapped. yeah i was clapped out i was clapped out but what was funny was we were doing so much stuff from like our bins of clapped out parts yeah. like clutch services on derailers like our stuff's lego so like we're really able to do a lot of that stuff and then like replacing levers there's this video that came out where on the the Shimano stuff where Jill Kittner came in, she had two minutes of time before she could get to her next stage before she would, you know, DQ out and she blew up a brake lever blade, but it was easier for me to replace the whole lever and lever body dry than it was at that time to repeatedly consistently at the exact same time an accurate way to install that lever blade. Yeah. Um, and we have, you know, you go to a large race like that. We have, you know, they have engineers. SRAM has people there. We have people there. Every company has people there. And we had people from Japan there. And a video went viral about it. Me and two of the other guys that I work with all the time, like NASCAR pit style, like ripping a brake off, ripping it on. And we had a new lever installed and bled and perfect for her. And she's super, she's so finicky is not the right word because it's a negative she's so particular in a good way about how her setup is because she has to trust it to be absolutely perfect yeah, the same right. way every single time yep. specific about how she does exactly yeah, yeah. which is why she's such a great athlete for us uh, her and Bryn are phenomenal for that very reason nice um uh, Bryn atkinson um yeah. and 
we put it together we did it i know i've worked on her stuff before i know how her stuff's supposed to be so we just put it together in like 60 seconds and had it out the door and everyone's like why'd you do that why'd you do it that way well you could have gotten fluid over this like the comments oh, i always yeah. i love reading the comments man it's like a car wreck it's great. keyboard warriors Dude, man it's, it's so good we did uh not long ago we, we did a video oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where i cut a um break or a uh, shift cable with a torch yeah, oh, dude, and yeah, John's video, yeah, yeah, man. yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's nuts. and like you know, at first I was like, it's the first video I've ever been involved. It came up in. on my feed today from some like Korean mountain bike group. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> dude, you know how like Instagram like does yeah. like the random like shared yeah, like, yeah. videos. Like it just, I was like, I know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> at first, it felt like I was getting roasted. People are like, "You're an idiot for doing this," and then I realized it's just a bunch of people that have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, totally. It's like, and a bunch of people are like, that's fine. You can do that. Just don't be an idiot. It's like with a lot of things. Like, yeah, you can bleed a break and get fl- and have pads around and with fluid, but like, just don't be an idiot. Well, there's race scenarios too that are in, you know, like shop scenarios versus race scenarios. Like, yeah. it's yeah. completely different. Totally different. Um, and like, getting back to that, the engineers were like, why did you have to replace the lever? Like, they assumed like there was an issue with like uh, the master cylinder or piston right, right. Or, or free stroke or something like that. And I was just like, oh, no, the lever blade broke. Like, why didn't you replace the lever blade? I was like, have you ever tried to replace those in a short amount of time? Like, it's not. No. I know I can replace this lever in a minute. But you have the vital knowledge knowing that you can replace the whole lever versus replacing the blade faster. Yes, totally. And that's because you've done it so many times. Exactly. That's that's huge knowledge. And that's, like, valuable to anyone in a a big race situation. That's sick. Yeah. And it's different than going to a bike shop and teaching them how to do that because it's a difference i mean there's a little bit of blending like because speed and accuracy is important in a bike shop because it makes you more money right. let's be honest yeah, yeah. um because if you do go faster you make more money yeah um but if somebody breaks a lever blade you're not gonna at a bike shop you're not gonna swap out a whole lever no unless you have to i mean there's right. other reasons behind it but no it's um it's different because you got to wear many hats with this kind of job. You got to be able to go to a race, be a race mechanic, do marketing stuff, go to a shop, do presentations. And then my favorite thing is just breaking stuff and making things symptomatic so you can learn. Cause that's how customers come into you guys, right? Like you have Absolutely. a customer comes in, they say, I have a shifting issue. Well, that's not the problem. Your problem is your hangers bent or mm-hmm. your cables rusty or your housing has, you know, nylon sheathing on the housing shrunk. That's the problem. What they're, experiencing is the symptom bad shifting so right it's funny i always i had somebody that was a tech rep for another area of the country that said most of those customers that come in like making noises or saying dumb stuff about bikes they're all right they just don't realize it right and you're they're just explaining the symptom of what they're dealing with yeah right so you can't just be like they're stupid like i don't know my shifter is just messed up it just doesn't work right like well obviously so let's try to figure it out what do we know and you learn from what you know, what you don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's how my brain has to work and has always had to work whenever I do anything mechanical. So I figured most other mechanics are like that, which it seems that's the way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's you know, as a mechanic myself, yeah, you you get rid of the things that you know. You eliminate the stuff that you can. You can. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Well, it's not this. You know, if it's a shifting issue, it's not brakes. You can. Yep. You can, Easy. You can Doing. not deal with the brakes. You know, yep. stuff like that. So um that's cool that's awesome way to you know hydraulics is the best thing to do like uh be smarter than the air bubble is like (laughs) something that i say all the time because people try to rush or do things and it's the worst thing ever is when a customer from a shop perspective 
when a customer loses confidence in you, they don't come either, either they have to come back or they don't come back. Yeah. Right. Um, like if they have to come back cause they bled their brakes or you did a suspension service or something and they went for their ride and they thought it was done and then they had to come back cause it wasn't, it's the worst feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Or if you have to call the customer after they booked in a bike, right? Like, well, why are you calling me? Like, what's, what, what, what are you noticing now that you didn't notice when I was there? Am I going to get like, do you like me? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's. Yeah. So, yeah, making sure that people don't come back is part of my job. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, yeah, anytime someone has to come back, it sucks. I mean, it happens, you know. It's, and it's going to. But it's also prepping that person, right? Like, yeah. managing that expectation. Yeah, and I'm not sure. trying to be, like, psychological about that stuff or cat poster on the wall. It's, Set yourself up for success. <laughs> but managing what you are doing and what I try to do, like our jobs, right, is managing expectation of who we're dealing with. It's, you know, when everyone, whenever someone drops a bike off, my last words when they leave I, and I, you know, get all their, make sure their contact info is right and everything like that. Last thing I say is I will call you if there's anything that comes up that I did not see right now. Mm-hmm. And then he so turns then, to me and says, fucking customer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that they know that they could get a phone call. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So they're like, they're almost expecting a phone call. And when they don't, they're like, oh, this is great. Or or the other side of that too is like, let's say you're doing playing the Chase the Creek game. Right. Or um, you're dealing with some weird thing and like I, I'm dealing, we're dealing with something right now, and I'm dealing with it with a shop, and it's the first time this thing has happened, and we don't have a necessary SOP for that yet. Yeah, and I just had to say, look, is your customer willing to work with us? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm like, well, you, we got to have a conversation with this guy and be like, look, this is the first time we've ever dealt with something like this. We were willing, we want you to try to help us with this because you're you're important and you're part of this. Yeah, but. We might ask you to do things, and it might not fix it. Right. But managing that ahead of time makes a whole big difference. That's yeah. key. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was telling one of our customers the other day. Um, We're now doing shop talk, guys. <laughs> no shop talk. Hundred percent doing shop talk. Uh, I was telling a customer the other day that, like, you know, I, I judge a, a business or a, or a place off of not necessarily how good they are the first time. It's like when they fuck something up, how they deal with that down yeah. the road. Too. Yeah. Totally. Totally. You know, I, I brought my truck in for a service and. Uh, I I got it back. It was riding great, and I, by the time I got home, the steering was like like whining like crazy. And I called them, and they're like, "Holy shit, that's terrible! Let's let's get it back in." You know, they they managed it really well. And I was like, "That's that's better than almost a good service is how well you yeah, handle totally. on the back end." So yeah, yeah. Uh, when shit hits the fan or when you're 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 pinned, like that's when you can really tell when right someone yep. can do it well. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like that was really deep. We like went deep was, on yeah. that. Was, it was hot. Um, so holy shit. Uh, if, <laughs> so anyway, so you worked at some shops Yeah. And what, what drove you to get to where you are now as a tech rep? Um, you guys want to laugh? Park yeah, tool always. school. Really? Remember Park that crappy, school? I mean, yeah. that program that they did, you got that thick book that yeah. nobody ever read and yeah. you never gave it to anybody, but yep. you did like the classes. So I would have to help teach those because most mechanics if they're good, you know, you ever seen that like beard meme, like you get wizard level, yeah. whatever you do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's very, you know, present company excluded. It's very prevalent in this industry where the older you do it, the more you do it, you get curmudgeon you can't talk good and stuff. So I can kind of <laughs> talk good and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they'd say, Hey, you can do that. Do the, th- do what you do, but the, to our customers and say things ah. and words. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll do that. And uh, decided to try not to swear because I have the mouth of a sailor. Mm. Um, and it was really cool teaching 
people that knew what they were doing or people that pretended or came off like they knew. Like yeah. my favorite thing in the world is dealing, two things I love doing. <laughs> I like diffusing bombs. Like the customer that comes in that's all like negative, pessimistic or pissed off or super judgy right away. Yeah. Like I love turning that person into like the carte blanche. Yeah, cool, do whatever you need, guy. Yeah. Or the the customer that comes in for like a tool school or a, a, you know, a, cl- a bicycle repair clinic that thinks they know everything or they're the yeah butter. Everything you say is yeah, but this or yeah, but that or yeah, but do yep. it this way. Or I, I Googled, TikTok, the tube thing, this, and it works better to use your torch on a cable. Um, <laughs> Five million people said that was the way to do it. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Biggest video he had, too. It's huge. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was my wow. hands. I've been working on my hands. Well, that, and, and, I, and I will say, nice from a video perspective, the flow of the shot was perfect, yeah. too. Yes. Like the spinning and everything and the torch. It wasn't all like shake cam, like, you know. Yeah. A lot of stuff is. I was so nervous. I can't wait to show people what else we do with torches. <laughs> true. What else do we do? Hey, wait. That, was Eli, part, that might almost, be part of what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> Eli <laughs> almost blew himself up, but I did. that's another story. I sent some hairs. But yeah, no, like, I liked teaching people stuff, and yeah. I don't know. I was in the teaching stuff, and I thought that was cool, but then working, and I wanted to figure out why stuff broke and figure out why brakes, hydraulic brakes work, because, like, I was never... When I first started working on bikes, I fucked up so many hydraulic disc brakes oh, from different. But it was also a generation like twelve years ago when uh, brakes were stupid, yeah. like vacuum bleeding up and down, yeah. smashing the crap out of levers because they thought, "Oh, let's make tiny air bubbles. That's easier. No, easier to hide. Like, yeah. like it's, <laughs> like it's." So I learned because I had to. Like that meme of like, oh, you're handy with stuff. Did you take classes? Nah, I grew up no. broke. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of my shit was all shit. fucked up, and I had yeah. to fix it. I broke all my stuff riding, yep. and I had no money to fix it, so I had to fix it. Yeah, like, right. yeah. no, that's that's true. It's like uh, I feel like the process of like learning. You know, like you said, like, oh, tap the line. I always I was like, that seems like a terrible idea. It's a dumb idea. <laughs> and we say do it a little bit to loosen a big bubble. Like if you watch our S-Tech videos. Yes. Um, but those videos are designed to get you out of trouble. Or if I call you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, or if right. you call me, you have an understanding that something is wrong. You're not going to be an expert from that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, like... I remember videos from certain manufacturers years ago, like they'd take like a 10 mil or a screwdriver and whack the crap out of the lever for five like, minutes. I'm like, really get after you're it. making a milkshake in your lever <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff is going to hide. Like Good. it's, no. I love when new tech comes out, like, you know, XYZ company tracks, dropping a new product. And yeah. I'm like, I watch it. I'm like, that's sick. How do I fix it? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how my brain it. works. With that's everything. Like the now. first time I saw internal cable routing, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Headset yeah. cable routing is the, I just I was like I that can't. headset service just who invented doubled. that because they should be crucified. I, I remember watching a it's commercial for something as oh, simple as ISO speed in the back of the Demani when they dropped it. And oh, I was like, you totally. What the fuck is in there? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how do yeah. I get in there? Yeah, it looks like a rubber cap. Like, what's under the cap? Yeah. So they God they have it? a thing like when we get because we get new product all the time mm-hmm. and um like when stuff comes out like when Durace came out we got that like right before it came out or or DI2 whatever or yeah. e-bike stuff but there's a handful of us they have to send us a separate email after they send us the email like here's the stuff this is what I want you to do with it there's like a handful of us where they're like don't open it up <laughs> don't pull it apart there's seven of these in existence if you break it you are dead like yeah. Yeah. like all Chris, I want to do is as Chris soon as I like, sit there like you're just like I'm gonna fucking open it I'm gonna open it dude that's what I do it. like as yeah. soon as I got like the new DI2 stuff as soon as I got it like the 12 speed uh, Dure stuff as soon as I got it I had it on the kitchen table I'm just like 
yeah, I'm going to have to break this all apart. I'm going to have to completely <laughs> disassemble this. Like, <laughs> there was a company recently where everybody was standing on their new derailleur. And I'm like, yeah. I want to stand on it so Well, bad. I stood on my derailleur. Like, so I actually, like, it's funny. Like, I just put my bike on the ground. I'm like, it was really neat. Like, I understand why they were trying to do that. Like, it's a, it's right. from the marketing perspective, it was an easy way for their athletes and for people to show. I mean, it was a really brilliant way to say, hey, look, our stuff is stiffer now. Yeah. And it's more yeah, rigid yeah, yeah. now. Right. Um, but it's just funny because, like, you're never going to have an impact like that. And no. you could stand on theoretically any derailleur and do that at that angle. But, sure. Um, but the meat, but it was, gr- oh, the, the, what they gained out of that was huge. I yeah, mean, massive. there's no bad publicity, right? Or some marketing yeah. spiel yeah. like that. Like, yeah. it was perfect. Even like though that, everyone was like, that's stupid. It's like, you're talking about it. But you're it. talking about yeah. it. It's yeah. omnipresent. Yeah. It's omnipresent. I felt bad for TRP at that time because they released their new yeah. 12 oh, speed yeah. and, and it looked yeah. good. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it will forever live in the shadow of, uh, of transmission. And sometimes, like, <laughs> certain companies, like, you know what's going Like, we knew when stuff, like, we saw that stuff before it came out. Like, yeah. And, and, like, other, like, you know what's happening. Like, yeah. there's enough back end where you can see that. Nobody knew that TRP was going to have their group come out that <laughs> same There was day. no spy shots of it. Yeah. There was nothing. Yeah. They were just like, here's a, trans- here's a drivetrain. Like, yeah. I bet it's great. And you almost <laughs> would have thought that, like, you know, there was a release date and that someone at TRP would have been like, hey, guys. <laughs> the biggest thing is OEMs. Like, like yeah. different bike manufacturers are the ones that usually spill the beans first because, like, XYZ has their new models. Like, if, yeah. if anybody listening doesn't know, like, a bike rep goes into a shop and yeah. they show them the new product for the next year and then it might say, like, you know, new 17 speed Tiagra on it or something like that. And then the shops like, Oh my God, that stuff's coming out. And then they just, you know, it spreads like wildfire. Typically when leaks happen, it's because some sales rep from some company went into a shop and showed them stuff they weren't supposed to stuff. Right. 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 Um, but it's like, and everyone always asks like when SRAM comes out with something, what's our response going to be? Or when we come out with something, when it's what's SRAM's response going to be? It's like, we never come. Why is anybody going to come out with everything at the same time? Like that's not how it works. And it's like, there's production cycles and like things happen and it's just, that seemed huge. Like when, when SRAM came out with, uh, with Eagle with 12 speed, everyone was like, why, what's going on? Why isn't Shimano doing anything? Why isn't Shimano doing anything? I was like, if you're in the 11 speed, it's pretty damn good. Well, that, that, and like, why don't you think we're doing anything? <laughs> like, right, right. We're, I mean, the stuff that everyone, we're always working on stuff. They're always working on stuff. That's the BS line, right? But yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's nothing ever comes out at the same time. Some no. people, I mean, consumers wish that, yeah, because it makes decisions easy, but the way manufacturing works and different cycles and products and stuff, and you're on a course and there's nothing you can do to change it. Maybe, yeah, right? maybe you're not the guy to ask, but is there ever a time when like SRAM releases something, you guys are like, ooh, let's expedite what we're working on more to I'd say I'd say probably uh-huh. you know uh, I don't know directly that's right. way above my pay grade yeah, yeah. Um, manufacturing yeah exactly and that that's that's stuff that comes out of the, like the true mothership right like out of yeah. Japan and whatnot yeah. but like that's part of like my job too is like not only just help shops but also absorb and learn and see what's happening at bike shops see what's yeah. happening mm-hmm. at trailheads or you know in the arrowhead parking lot like i scan and look at what people wear for shoes what people are using for bikes and ask questions just because that's good information for me because i like to try to figure that stuff out but then it's also good information for everyone else that i work with so like, pulse. exactly yeah. yeah totally and everyone does it yeah well um, i remember during co- i think it was during covid um we were talking about i was talking about getting a a derailleur that you got i think it was a shimano derailleur that you guys were probably kind of phasing out and i was like hey i need this and the guy was like yeah it's gonna be a long time and you know we're working on a new thing and pretty much what he was saying is like 
we're more focused on working on something and, and manufacturing something that's going to come out next year, but we have to make a shit ton of it. So we're not really focused on making a derailleur that's like kind of going to be so old no one wants it anymore. Depends. It's it depends on the product, right? Like, <clears throat> so any manufacturer of any product, like you're going to have your wear out parts. Like, no, we're not just making a smartphone and turning off half the features and telling you your battery's going to die. Yeah. Like, but we always any manufacturer like SRAM, Campy, TRP, Tektro, whoever us, you know, they make a product, they come out with a new product, and then you need cassettes, you need chains, you need derailers you need hangers you need whatever yeah. ancillary part is with yeah. that that's going to be around for five six seven eight ten years i yeah. mean we still manufacture chain rings for cranks that you know are 20 years old yeah. three by baby dude freaking <laughs> hey man um, thank god you do though but like, that's part, and, but that we have to and we know that's going to yeah. happen like we still do those i can't call it stupid probably legally but like those <laughs> crank recalls those fcmc 171 oh, yeah. and fcms yep. i still know the part numbers off the top of my head <laughs> but we still have to do those because that right. was like a huge thing even though yeah. all those cranks i've never seen one broken yeah but people you still get a whole drivetrain when you right. do the recall so that's yeah. why people do it yeah but like we're still going to make parts like that and you have to and it's there's a fine line between you know that's a different department or i'd assume right because I, I luckily don't have to know all that stuff but like they're those guys are focusing on that thing, and then manufacturing is just worried about stamping out, you know, right. thousand chain rings in a day. They right. tell them to make something. They say, well, "I don't give a shit what it is. I'm making it." Yeah, yeah. And by a person, like some of our factories have like four people in it, and they're like acres in sides, and they don't have. Speaking of factories, right. what happened? You guys about burnt down a factory? Oh, that was like seven years ago. It was like Rob like playing with a torch. Yeah, right. Yeah. Probably it was. I really I, like fire. Yeah, that was during COVID, wasn't it? I no. It was, so before COVID, we had a. a Right before we had like an anodizing factory that like had a fire and there were some issues. But like the big thing during COVID was everyone was asking like, why aren't you guys? And you all saw this, right? Like the the bike boom that everyone likes to talk about. Yeah. Um, and we're all living in the crater of it right now. Um, but like during that bike boom, everyone says, why don't you guys build more parts? We're like, <laughs> what do you think we're not? Yeah. And then no, the I other side sitting of sitting around. The other side of that is, why don't you guys just build a new factory? Oh my god. I'm like, do you know how long? Do you, do you understand what it takes to build, like, a convenience store? Like, how much time it would take to build a 7-Eleven? Like, right. let alone, like, a multi-acre, gigantic, mostly automated factory right. to tool and tooling yeah. and stuff. Like, it would take five years and billions of dollars. By the time it's done. You don't need it. This isn't a problem. Right. You don't need it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and here we are, you know. Which I say is unfortunate, and it sucks, but it's the reality of that situation between the tires for your truck for the toilet paper that everyone bought too much of yeah, or I whatever. Tons. Yeah. yeah. I said a ton. Yeah. I, motherfuck- I ran well, out I the other a, day. I, I bought like, a container. <laughs> I bought a container. Actually, the container showed up early. You bought a 40 yada <laughs> full of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're looking for shit tickets, I'm your guy. <laughs> poop, poop paper and light song. Head over to Eli. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, no, I, I <laughs> people complained super hard and it was like, what, you think they're not trying? Like, like, and yeah. it wasn't like it was everybody. Like everyone had issues, and there's nothing everyone we could do it, about no, it, right? No. Yeah, it we got some weird shit though. Yeah, what some shmang parts. Shmang-y. Oh, shmang or shimoma or shimonas. Yeah. No, luckily is, we didn't get any of that stuff. We had a few things. Is no, the shimano that you get on a Walmart bike the same? Oh, that's shimano a good company question. as yeah, it is. Yeah, it is totally. You guys have a department that's like we're gonna make some. Real shitty 
stuff. Tons. Low end stuff. <laughs> tons and tons and tons of that stuff. Yeah. It, probably by volume. I bet, I, bet huge, I bet that market is huge for them. You have no idea. Probably keeps them in business. It's, well, it's, such, a, it's, it's such a disposable thing. Yeah. Yeah. N- not not the product, but the, the bicycle it's attached to. Oh, yeah. Because everything that on cassette it. will outlive the bike. Yeah, totally. Or, probably the or best. Free it probably is the best. Well, it's part like of everyone bike. always had the joke. What was it? Powered by powered by SRAM. What was the the two? Oh yeah. It, it was like Shimano equipped, SRAM approved, or Shimano <laughs> equipped, powered by SRAM, were the stickers you saw on like yeah, all the yeah, chain yeah, yeah. Because those were the namesakes. Like yeah. that people Stick even don't the bike know the bikes. Like cool, you go to you know. BJ's, you get antifreeze, battery, ten pounds of chicken, a whole bunch of you know shit tickets, and then oh look, there's a ninety dollar bike that says Shimano on it. That name sounds familiar. I'll buy that for Timmy. Right. Like, no, that's yeah. There's a ton of that stuff. Well, but you, yeah, you get the call like, hey, yeah, my bike, it's got Shimano on it. Like, cool. What? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, that's the gateway for most of the so people that we people. deal with. And I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not yeah. trying to be all yeah. like cutesy about it, but yeah. that was yeah. the one thing. Like my old boss, Big Bad Brad, would always say, like <laughs> those bikes from Sports Authority and stuff turned into yeah. ten thousand dollars. Some of them turned into ten thousand dollar customers or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Like we, the we, uh, dad came in yesterday. It was like you know he came in, heart set on a bike. Uh, it was a twenty four inch bike, and the price just didn't didn't do it. Yeah, he's like, how many times a week do we see that in this industry? He, all the time. He's like, my. I, you know, I was like, oh, you know, my uh, my seven-year-old's on the bike. And he's like, my seven-year-old grew through this many shoes in, like, two months. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, um, how far is Walmart? Right? That was the question. Totally. I was like, man, I'll tell you how to get there. Like, And then the opposite happens, right? They come in. They You've never met them before, never seen them, don't know them from Adam. And they show up with a $90 bike from Walmart. Yep. Hey, I need you to fix this or just a tire or I need you to... And then you tell them it's we do a whole service to it. We don't just do this little thing to right, it. We right. do X, Y, and Z for a certain amount of dollars. And some people, and and that turns into a bike. That turns into the A20. If any of y'all remember listening, the mm-hmm. Trek A20 was the bike that was the sub three hundred dollar bike for a bazillion so years. Yeah. That yeah. was the Ford Taurus Honda Civic of mountain bikes for customers. <laughs> do you know for what's a, making its exit? Yeah. No. It's no, yeah. no longer A20. No well, I remember when it went line. above 300 bucks and everyone threw a hissy. Like, yeah. And then but they it, took the fork off it and they made it rigid. Like, we're doing some deep cut bike shop shit right yeah, now. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. No, uh, it's good. But it's that getting, bike was the gateway drug for so many people. Yeah. Like, that was it. Looks was like that crack. will be no longer a steel mountain bike from Marlin. It'll, it'll Marlin. be a Marlin. Marlin, Marlin, Marlin whatever. Four, no, yeah. Like an aluminum, whatever, yep. Johnny. Yeah. Yep. They're not, they won't do any steel nope. frame nope. stuff anymore for that. But no, that price point moved. That's what that was. Like somebody would buy a bike from Walmart for eighty bucks, and then you'd say you need to do the X, Y, and Z. By the time you deal with it, you're still going to have the same problems. Return that bike right now. Come back. I can sell you a bike for three hundred bucks. Yeah, right. With somebody backing it up, and if you sold your service, your ability, your business to them, they're not just buying a bike. I mean, again, waxing poetically, but they're buying. You know, the wheelhouses standing behind this Trek A20. Absolutely. So, and a lot of times it turns the person. So, yeah. Yeah. Should we, we play a game? Oh, yeah. I love games. I like games. I want to play a game. I got a game. Do you want to play a game? Oh, this is going to be interesting. Rob, we're Rob, gonna, Rob. We're just going to do We a, have no a, idea what Rob, Rob's going to say. Okay. Matt, bust those we need pants a jingle. Off, do we have a jingle for this? You want me to take my pants off? Oh, I thought we were playing a wrong game. What kind of game oh. are we playing? Nope. I was mistaken on the game. My bad. <laughs> this is a quick game. Uh, we don't this, have a jingle. Of this or that. Well, let's have do you, this. 
game time. Okay, cool. <laughs> that works. All right. Is that one of your hot? You really have that as one of your uh, hot buttons? It's a hot button. Yeah, yeah, a hot yeah. Button. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Along with Chris, <laughs> of we, course. Yeah. We, we we dove in deep. Like we went real fast into this episode. Like we we did. I feel like we're getting. Uh, sorry. We didn't have. But, we actually, Chris was not the guest at <laughs> nine this morning. <laughs> no, but uh, we knew we were riding bikes together. <laughs> yeah, we knew. And, we knew that. And we talked to Chris about coming on the show, and we we're like, "You're gonna be in town." Let's fucking do this. Sure. sure. Let's go. So, you know. Gave us a good reason to hang out and drink beer. Lemon. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so this game is called This or That. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you have to choose. I only get a few. It's going to be pretty easy. Uh, first question. Mashed or baked? <laughs> oh, dude. Mashed all day long. All day? You're getting mashed. Okay. Ooh, ooh. You put stuff yeah. on so it. Too. As you get, get to you. know Chris, yeah. it's mashed. It's a mash. Like a soft mouth feel. <laughs> we, <laughs> totally. We had uh, <laughs> comfort food, baby. <laughs> So we had food truck. You had food truck. Yeah, did. Yeah. Shout out to the epic food truck. Thanks. Yeah. Solid yeah. burger. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good burger. Did you get the fries? I did. Those things are Word it. Word is he's going to try and be at Arrowhead Thursday nights. And the chorizo on the burger, too. Oh, so Okay. Next question. Um, Shimano Blue or Brew? <laughs> I don't think you can say that. <laughs> Such good audio. What Blue or brew? <laughs> brew. Simple question. Anyway. Brew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those who know. Uh, electric or analog? Did you really just say that? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's tough. <sighs> no, I, no, not electric or an- analog. Analog. Mm. That's... Oh. What's the word? I'll, I'll I heard some people call it acoustic too. I think that's I've a very heard, I've heard funny. An, I've heard and then I heard, I heard acoustic and I laughed. And then I was in a meeting with a bunch of very serious people, and I was like, "Oh, you're not joking. That's a thing." <laughs> and like, oh, really? like that's not our thing. Another company made that the thing. I was like, oh, "I, I, I got to do the I, thing." I'll change to acoustic. I'd rather play electric and ride acoustic, but that's my. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, is there? There's like a time and place for both. Yeah, there's a time and place for both. My favorite bike right now is an externally routed cross bike that has mechanical on it, and everyone asks me why, and I said because it pisses people off. Fuck <laughs> and I'm like a spiteful that. guy. So. Yeah, for you. Yeah. So you're an acoustic, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, God save the rim brake. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're bringing that back. Okay. All right. Um, so you're on. A, you gotta take yourself out of where you're at right now. Deserted island. It's gonna be an out of body experience. Haze or hope? Oh. Current, question. current haze and hope, or yeah, sure, yeah, current. Oh, I actually haven't touched. He wants, like a, a, he wants like a haze nine or like an HFX. Ah, <laughs> uh, I like hope stuff. Yeah. Like hope, like the anodization, the the, the anodizing, the machining of it all. Like lever feel. Were lever. they like one of the first companies? Like we're gonna anodize the shit out of everything. Everyone probably. I mean, I think they so. made it. They, they made it well. Hope does their fucking levers. frames. Like they do yeah, tons they do. of stuff. Yeah. And like hope stuff, like BMX stuff, crank set. Like they did such. Have you ever seen one of their frames? Yeah. It, they're it, nuts. It, it, there was a they team. Dude, really there nice. was like so, six or seven dudes from the UK that raced because you know they're like UK based or whatever, right? Across the pond, whatever you want to call it. And like yeah. there was like six or seven dudes that were all at the Berkey WS. That's really that looks really tasty. Um, 
the Berkey WS that just like hopped on a plane, rented a rider truck, and they were there for a month to race both EWSs and their the baby masters or the eighty percent or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah. And they all had Hayes, all the things besides like some Shimano drivetrain parts, like rims, hubs, like whatever they made, stuff that I didn't even think they made. Like and I'm like, why do you guys have all this stuff? This is wild, this is so cool. And like Somebody knew somebody was a brother of somebody that owned a bar that drank with one of the guys at hate at, at uh, home. Oh, like, yeah. And it was just like, I was blown away. Like that, some of that stuff is so cool. Oh yeah. That we, so, we, and that's just like the old crusty bike guy. in me. like that shit was so we, cool. We can get hope frames. What, no, what? you can't get the rims. Yes. You can't no. touch that. I the called frame. him one day and he's like, yeah, yeah, not a lot of people know, but like if you're a hope dealer, you can just call us and we can get you. You a can frame. get the full catalog. Dance. No, they we can't get wheels. rims or something. There's yeah. some things that they don't import into the U.S. Yeah, but he's like, if you want a frame, hmm. we can you get you a frame. When only the pros, I was like, no fucking way. Only <laughs> the only the pros could run green. Yes. Do you remember that? Really? Yeah, I do. You could actually. Yeah, yeah that's still like it's such a cool still, move. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can get any color except green, bitch. I was like, what, did Fox ever truly do pro only for orange? I don't know. So this. we had this conversation with. Um, I should email Jordy about that or something. Uh, like, he was just on the podcast about the, the lowers on his Fox Forty. Oh no, and they, Ryan. Ryan. No, no, no. You could he, get. He had the white ones, but he got he. He didn't have the he didn't have the factory fork. Right. He got a sticker kit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. He 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 got someone online who had the full World Cup. Uh, uh, you got the serial kit. number. From He's it. like, can you send me the serial number so I can get you, uh, so, I, so I can get, uh, you know, look into the fork or whatever. So he sent the serial number, and then he he put in a warranty with that serial number to get just to get stickers. No but he got a full way. like World Cup sticker kit. I was like, damn, dude, that's shiesty like, and awesome. So funny. It's such a great story. I've heard people doing that kind of stuff with like car car stuff and yeah. like the race stuff. Like, oh hey, I need I'm working on this X Y and Z motor, whatever. I need the I need the cam for that. Like, oh yeah, sure. And somebody just sends them like an unobtainium F1 part, like <laughs> autocross, like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much there's not, doesn't seem like there's too much stuff like that left in the racing scene like, like people racing ra- race only yeah people stuff. are racing prototype stuff but everyone sees it and knows it like yeah. companies are now saying but like, tire companies are putting prototype on the tire or like yeah, whatever yeah, on it like yeah. yeah we're working on new stuff like it seems like a lot of companies want to put out they're like what the pros are riding is what you can buy. They Absolutely. want, they want yeah, that everybody. because people with money want to buy what the what yeah. the pros are riding. I mean, I mean, I mean you'll you still see, see like the rad, you know, the yeah, totally stuff like that. But I mean, they have to do that. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah. So, but that sparks interest. Have it you does. guys seen the Air Jordan like the Air no. uh, movie yet about the sneakers? No, but uh, I want to. Dude, it's good. I watched it because okay, I'm a sports I'm not, ball person yeah, too, yeah, which plus. is weird in the bike industry. Right, so like, totally. I want to watch I mean, that. But there's a level of there's a level of I'm not going to spoil this movie for anybody, but there's a level of part of the marketing piece and what they're looking at in there is during that time period there were products advertised to consumers that the pro has it. And you can own it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that that's was, like this is that's this how like NASCAR's done it. Like yeah. that's how like by Monte Carlo. So brother. much exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's or the die, reason baby. that there are sponsored athletes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. why would you sponsor an athlete? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. other than marketing. It's yeah. It's, it's really the only reason. It's cool. I think there's a lot of that stuff, and then you know, there's certain things that I've been able to go to event wise where they're working on new stuff. Sometimes they're different companies work on stuff for proof of concept right. or just to see how it would work if they were to try to do this wacky thing or mm-hmm. not necessarily wacky and 
I feel like Intense is a good like uh, they I, they what? rock that prototype frame for like they're still rocking it. It's Dude, still them like Intense and like what Nico is doing right now with yeah. his own program, yeah. like yeah. that stuff. <clears throat> that's what I want to watch at the World Cup level. That's yeah. like cool what stuff. Gwen and Dak and those guys like what they're doing because that's just the nerd in me, like the manufacturing right. and yeah. no, like I wanted. I like knowing how the like <laughs> we're gonna cross sports like behind the B for the Bruins like what they do before games for practices in-game adjustments like things like that like that stuff producer zach has a raging heart on uh, he, he loves i just the watched brands. him yeah. like maraca his head up and down back <laughs> in his neck talking about that we're he's my only he's my only team sports friend we're not going to uh, talk bruins because obvious reasons and smart. i turned my phone off so i couldn't hear the celtics i'm probably I've, I've been checking i know what the fuck's going on i don't want to i i am on group chats my brother's at the game tonight and um, he's like hey i'm at the game i got free tickets i'm like why the fuck did you call me like why did you tell me <laughs> it's a hard night whatever it is honestly i didn't watch that I, mean, I know we're losing followers right now or we're listeners but yeah, last game I didn't even watch or listen. I went for a ride. I took my kid for ice cream, and like everyone's like, "Are you watching this?" I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> I value my my stress right now. Like I don't I don't watch sports or know anything about sports, but I was like listening. I was like, "Man, everyone's like really bashing on the Celtics right now." And like everyone was like, "We're not going to watch this game tonight on the radio." And I was just like, "Wow, man, everyone just gives up." <laughs> If you've been a Boston sports fan for long enough, you know that there's just a time when you just... I've seen this before. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. literally yeah. a Capro. Yeah. Like, like, I've seen this happen before. Yeah. I don't want to live through it again. I, I did see someone... We get, go through highs and lows. We're now. getting off We're getting off the biking thing, but yeah. I did see someone say, they're like, if you've been a Boston sports fan long enough, you are just conditioned for disappointment. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's the Boston way of sports. Red like, Sox. I've been a baseball fan forever. <laughs> Fellowship of the Miserable. Like yeah. before they, before <laughs> we won our first world champ. Oh, I'm not even going to be that. I'm not on the fucking Red Sox. But like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Holy but shit. no, getting back to the point of watching the behind the scenes of that stuff, like Intense is just saying, yeah, we're developing a, a bike as we go. Yeah. Like that's so cool. Well, or like. And it's ballsy of them to do that. Like, I think that's yeah. so rad. Yeah. We that's just got so an email rad. from Intense today, didn't I? Yeah. Like, and it's cool because, like, you, even even other brands, like, you'll see, like, um, I don't know. I think it was either a Canyon or a YT or something that they'll just, like, you'll see, like, oh, that has an aluminum link that is different than what comes on the production bike. And that's just them trying different leverage ratios and things like that. And it's just, like, fuck, we're seeing a lot more of yeah, that. Yeah, Rocky, they had their. Ever did their uh wheelbase changing link and like right. remy and whoever yeah. was running different yeah and they're just saying yeah we're trying out stuff not yeah. because it's pro only but they're running at 11 tenths and let's be honest like i don't like pro like i hate using the excuse of well the pros do it so it's good yeah but they just are the ones that put the mileage the time and quite frankly a lot of elite level athletes they're great athletes they're not great communicators so right. they can't say they just go i don't know this stuff's great it works awesome thanks for giving it to me like it's fantastic or they just don't understand it like people ask me all the time like how do i get into r&d move to california how do i get into the back end of the industry move to california that's where all the brands are move to california <laughs> right. um but you got to be able to communicate that like so many people want to be like working let's say like a skunk camp where there's future product everyone mm. that's there it's funny the parody of like any brand that does anything like that they want people that are hyper specific and absolutely are super in tune with their bike or run what you brung i don't know i got duct tape and zip ties on it and it works like <laughs> yeah. they need both sides of that any yep. any company that's going to put any weight into future development 
but both those people have to be able to communicate what they've done, what they're feeling, what they're doing. And, and that's more important than some pro that is wicked friggin' fast. Well, I think that's why a lot you see a lot of these companies keeping on older athletes as like R and D. Like they know like this athlete was a really good communicator. Let's keep him oh, on payroll. Yeah. Exactly. And then he's going to test the bridge, product. Bridge the gap. And exactly. It, and, and that way, you know that even if you give it to you know whoever your athlete is, it's going to perform well. Yeah. Because that particular guy was really good at like figuring this shit out. Like symptomatic situational training, it's the same idea. You want <laughs> yep. somebody to try something and not only be not afraid to say what they think about it, right. but able to communicate exactly what the feedback is yep. from the, whatever they're trying out or testing. Yeah. I love there's an old, I, I, it wasn't that old, but it's a, it's a video. I think it's Lawrence Rogier comes into the pits and he's talking to Jordy. <laughs> Dude. And he's like, Jordy's like, what's, what's, uh, what's happening? He's like, you know, and he's like, I think he even told the guy that was actually like twisting the nozzle, he goes, turn it up one and just turn it back and send him out. Yeah. Yeah. Placebo. Yeah. And he comes back. He's like, he's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but that's like, that's the communication. It's like, he doesn't, that's the customer coming in. I don't shit. know. My yeah. bike just doesn't work yeah. right, and it's yeah. just not shifting well, or the wheels wobbly. Like yeah. that's the same thing. It's mm. just the fastest little effing French dude on a pan. going through the cone, and he's like dipping. Yeah, it's yeah. Is he? Is that the same video? Is like he's explaining. He's like explaining a track walk. He's like, at this point, they'll be making the fast speed. I was kind of bummed. I love him. Berger left like Fox and all that because I was like, dude, those are the funniest dialed episodes. Yeah, that was great. And they did like videos of just him and Jordy. That that series is so phenomenal. It's like I've watched every one of the. It's I don't want to call it appointment television because people don't understand what that is. Yeah, younger than thirty years old, but like. Whenever those came out, like it made it was they're phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. those up that that production's phenomenal. What they're doing is phenomenal. <laughs> I had like, a twelve hour layover in Newark one time, and it was dialed like for just, twelve yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, Star- Starbucks, for the free Wi Fi," and I'm gonna go ahead and get in on that. And, and it's it, it was even sick during COVID, like how they did it during COVID. I was like, yeah, "This totally. is so good." Yeah, just at Jordy's house. Yeah, and he's just in flip flops, drinking mezcal, and just and like he's twisting dials like the, and shit. All the stuff on the new thirty eight and all that stuff. I was like, "It's sick." It's so smart. Like it's just such a cool idea. And yeah. Then they had those two kids that were doing like the track walk. Yeah, and they, so and they're the, hilarious. And they both, you know, they're producers, directors of it, whatever. And they do a yeah. bunch of other stuff too. Like I went down a rabbit hole one night and watched their stuff on YouTube, and it was they're really great stuff. But like. They're good. They they can do stuff on the fly. They're like they're winging yeah. shit, and it works really yeah. well. Yeah, which which seemed like it seemed off brand for Fox, who kind of seems like a serious company. You know, they're very serious, racing driven, and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And mm-hmm. there was like this kind of comedy series almost. I mean, it was like it was like comedy educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was focused on technical it's like PBS, stuff. But yeah. Way yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. It's like like, reading this Rainbow, is awesome. it worked so well for them. That was cool. I still use a lot of what they do for because i'm not great at suspension feedback like yeah. i can do fluid dynamics on brakes and, and feel on that all day long mm-hmm. but translating and i think i'd be better at it I, it frustrates me i i want to be better at translating suspension feel and feedback to what i need to do and i'm still not great at that yet it takes yeah. me yeah. i get to it but it takes me forever but i have a question for you guys yeah oh i like this fire back are there any athletes that you like to watch on youtube or any of that kind of stuff right now I mean, I, I being a mechanic myself, I, I was very in tune to Nico's 
process yeah. of designing the bike. The that, framework that was awesome. series, yeah, yeah. those super that's cool. That's incredible, and and just the the amount of detail he went into. Yeah, you know the the stuff that probably a lot of people are like that's boring, and I don't understand it. And and even some of it, I'm like, I don't understand it, but I'm I'm dialed in. It's very yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, yeah, that that was awesome. Um, I don't know all the stuff that Remy I'm, Remy's doing because he's a psycho. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would say him and and uh, Yohan Borelli. They're those guys <laughs> yeah. are just <laughs> nuts. I love the lines. Like I dream to ride those lines, but I know I never could. Yeah, we well, got little versions of it back here. Yeah, so. yeah, we do. Yeah, mini BC. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Regakin. Uh, I yeah. love what he's doing. Um, and then sure. there's athletes that I follow that I can't stop. Like yeah. maybe even maybe even guys that like, you know, the scene has changed for them. The uh, you know, Aaron Chase is always that guy. That, yeah, like, totally. I I don't care what he's doing. I'll watch his kid learn and progress now Cody's insane yeah dude and like what watching what's happening there watching what's happening you know i think i might have watched cam mccall crash like 50 times the other day oh dude so those athletes that inspired me to really get on my bike are some some that i still tune into like what are they doing now he's playing the drums like that's sick like these and you're watching them not because of the bike stuff necessarily but everything else that they're doing no and it was um you know Anybody that inspired me to ride a bike is somebody that I still stay in, in touch with. And then some of the some of the up and comers are like, "Holy shit!" I, I don't necessarily like like follow him or, or stay really in tune with what he's doing now a little bit. But watching Jackson Goldstone, oh, from, shit. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. what was that Cruise crank series. seven yeah. or something when he oh, yeah. you know, the little kid on the bike yeah. to now winning hardline when he showed up and just demolished hardline i was like that's that my favorite sick. race on the planet the, yes that's I, my favorite I race love on the watching hardline it's so cool and uh, the fact that like dan atherton put it you know like like built this thing up and he goes i'm fucking terrified to race <laughs> yeah, this thing. yeah like that's i i think about that when we build build trail he, i'm like i want to build stuff that he scares couldn't the shit race out of me. yeah or because he screwed himself up and yeah. then bk you know bernard kirk you know bernie dropped in and he did all the yeah testing for that that's and that's a guy his Kerr, i follow Kerr. his stuff for world cup races is again must watch like yeah, track sure. walk just again the back end like i'm so i watch more of that and i want to watch more than that than the actual race sometimes mm-hmm. sure yeah and i will watch the actual race but i just want to watch the back end i want to see the track walks i want to see the lines i want yeah. to see what they think is a big compression what yep. they isn't what isn't a big yeah. compression i was a big sure. fan of um uh claudio when he was doing oh, uh, totally yeah oh, that man, was great. The, yeah the, yeah yeah the, the the run you know the the world cup runs it was so fun because he's the way he would be talking like the big jump coming up oh yeah exactly he's like he's hitting these like 40 foot jumps blind yeah he's like no it's fine i'll be fine i'll just follow this guy he's totally fine <laughs> like <you're> f- <laughs> insane. yeah he was a riot what what i get fed is like the lifestyle stuff oh like, totally I can't it's like man like, Who are you watching these days? Um, so, like, when I'm not in the bike stuff so we don't get burnt out, right? Like, we all try to have these little things that we mm-hmm. don't do. I've been really big in the car stuff lately. Um, and, like, weird Florida people do. Like, you know, that whole scene. Florida man. Like, Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> I need Florida man in a car because I'm like, wow, I can't do that up here. Um, are you the imports or, or? Yeah, a bit of that stuff, too. Like, I'm a 
I've owned European cars and Japanese JDM stuff too, so I've owned a bunch of different stuff. I mm -hmm. like stuff that breaks because I have to fix it. That's the problem of my brain. You're you want, you, you want to need guy. like tiny fingers I'm to a, do it. I'm a Tacoma guy. I'm a truck guy. Oh, I've yeah, had brother. I've had Volvo wagons, R wagons, 242s, 140s. I've had all sorts of weird European stuff, some BMW stuff. Yeah, I've had a bunch of weird stuff. Um, I like Bosch automotive stuff a lot. Nice automotive soft guy? stuff. Nah, sobs are dumb, oh, dude. Oh, oh, wrong crowd, wrong crowd. Dude, you uh -oh, got the key uh -oh. down by your thigh. You <laughs> still have there. So you, don't your, so you don't drive it into your kneecap in an accident. Yes, <laughs> and also when you drop your orange juice in there and it freezes, you can't put your key in it or twist it. If you pull the key out, it's an orange popsicle. <laughs> One, the reason why I say that is because a buddy of mine had like seven Saab 900s because one of them was always broken. And he'd just be like, oh, I'll fix 10 minutes to fix that one to get it going. And he had, all the freaking out. he had all the ignition tumblers out of them. punching the air and freaking out. He, he Saab is a four-letter word. He had all, it's just, yeah, no, not a Saab guy. Not I, a Saab appreciate, guy. I appreciate it. They you were know, born from jets. Though. Jets. They were know? totally jets. Dude. Props. 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 Right. Oh, Props. Sorry. Not jets. Well, they're 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 wasn't their thing Shit, born that, from that jets? Was, it was their slogan. Well, they need to figure it out. Producer. Jets. That was because us Americans are dumb and don't know. They made jets. We want that stuff. Hell oh yeah. shit! That goes fast. But no. Um, so like athletes. So like the obvious, like you were saying, but like the the Santa Cruz Syndicate stuff's really yeah. compelling to me, and like yeah. they're doing this. They did that whole little like little series of competitions between the two of them and i think that's kind of cool like watching some of that team aspect side of it yeah. and they're not just robots like everyone thinks yeah. like those guys are just robots i'm like no but they're also yeah that that team's wild i, I think downhill is phenomenal to watch right now and the women's is phenomenal right now too mm -hmm. dude the women's stuff is nuts because like there yeah. is some animals racing. in the women's it is field. racing yeah true yeah it's not like you know, get through the women's stuff to watch the men now. No, it's like, it's like no. holy shit. Like, you want to watch uh, yeah. both yeah. full on. Yeah. And then I mean, it's, I'll even say the same thing with like the cross country mountain yep. bike or yeah. enduro or it's like, it's better. It's better racing. It's more fun to watch. Yep. And it's not like, okay, dude, like Vanderpool is just going to go out and just win this <laughs> from yeah. the gun. Right. Cool. Nino's going to win his 97th gold medal of whatever. Like yeah. right. It's way more. It's way more parody. It's way more fun. To watch. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Nino because I always thought this would be cool. I want to see Nino in an enduro. I think he would actually do pretty Fucking well. Rip, right? Rip. What's he doing? Come on, man. Making way Yolanda more money doing the switch? World Cups. <laughs> well, did you guys watch any of the? So Red Bull's out of the World Cup circuit, yeah. right? But they're doing a bunch of other things, and they have stuff that they'll probably drop eventually too. Yep. But they just did that series because they stopped the. What was the series they did with um, yeah, yeah, I can't the downhill series and they had Kate Courtney on it? They followed around Finn and Quit Kate. Fast mm. Life is what it was called. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, now yeah. they just did they just dropped like a couple days ago. If you haven't watched it yet, you should. All the episodes, like everything that comes out on the internet. They just yeah, dump yeah. it all at once and so oh, you can okay. binge it. Like six episodes of like the mental aspect of all their athletes yeah, yeah, downhill. Yeah. Did they do that with Curtis Keen years ago? Yeah, something like okay, that. Yeah, I yeah. Watched, so I watched like I think old it ones. Started that. with Curtis Keen. Yeah. There's a name for this series. I forget what it is. It's something catchy and awesome because it's a billion dollar yeah. marketing. Whatever Red Bull, yada yada. But like, it's it was really cool. And he did like five or six episodes, and they talked about like 
either Nina or Yolanda. Like Yolanda is not just a road racer that does cross country. She's a cross country racer that also does road and TT and right. like, yeah, moto yeah. and exact like, everything. Yeah. Like she's in the everything two wheels and fat. Like it's so rad. Yolanda, yeah. call me back. We want to come <laughs> show. Seriously, she'd be so rad. Um, Let's get her on the show. <laughs> she's hey, connections there. I sent her my number. Come on, <laughs> Instagram, Yolanda. No, direct message. That'll and work. DM sent. Let's go. <laughs> But no, that stuff's like super compelling. Like I'd look, like Barry going to High, you know Barry Wicks going to Highland, yeah. for the first enduro there, and he wins it on a hundred mil travel bike wearing spandex. Like, right. Yeah. Well, that shit's just so cool. Like that's what I really want to see. It's like drop. Well, but we're seeing it now too live with um like Pid like Pidcock like like racing World Cups, road racing World Cups, and everyone was all pissed off about it, and yeah. now they want to see it, because guess what? It's more eyes on the sport, which right, prizes right. more money, and that's better for everybody. For yeah. sure. And he's really fucking good. Yeah. Like, he's so fast, and he's so stylish. On you, know, a, you know who I follow is uh, Kurt Voorhees. Oh, he's, yeah. He's oh, just yeah. wacky dude. Like, yeah. he's always I want riding. more recumbent descents. <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> he just throws on a pair of pit vipers, and then he like rides that thing down like a 30-stair set. He's like, it's going to be sweet. I'm going to love it. <laughs> That guy's like Gumby too. He, I don't. I think he's just been wild. injured so much that just like his body moves in ways that ours doesn't. So, so being on this side of this, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So being on, and he's a Shimano athlete, Fox athlete. Like he's still crushing it, doing his shit every once in a while. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, he's still doing rad ass shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, funny guy. Being on this side of it. There's everyone says like never meet your heroes or like drive your hero car or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like there's certain people that I've like you, you talked about like like AC. Yeah, yeah. And in both of them like like being friends with those dudes and stuff. I'm like oh my god, like I had posters of you on my wall when I was a kid. <laughs> right, like, right. Cannondale Volvo team stuff. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah. It's just like what the hell and like what is going on? And then like Kurt too the same like and I don't. You know, obviously, no one wants to be that. Like, I've seen that happen at like festivals or races. Or like, yeah. hey, work on your stuff. Can I take a photo? I'm like, God, you're that guy going to Pantera show wearing the Pantera t-shirt. Right. Like, you don't, right. Do that. don't do that, man. Like, you gotta pay, gotta play it cool. But like, yeah, all those dudes are just as they are who they are. Yeah, it's yeah. like AC, like Adam, Aaron, and then like Kurt. Like, that's who they are. Yeah, and it's so wild to see it too in person. It's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I, uh, the biggest ass I made on myself was out of Trek World with Cam. Shocker. A lot of people. Yeah. No way. That's the, well, a lot of people in this industry, that's what it is. Five minutes before I asked him, I heard he had his like appendix out. And, and uh, I was talking to Cam. I'm like, dude, we're riding bikes like 20 minutes. Dude, you want to shred? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, dude, I literally just got out of surgery. Like, what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> uh, but we went on an urban ride. <laughs> <laughs> on electric bikes and he's still faster that's hilarious and had no a way. good time he's still fast uh, even with an appendix sans appendix that guy could, me that i don't know quick as shit with one leg man <laughs> i had a bunch of free beers on the mezzanine of, all that schlitz yeah. and crappy steaks yeah. and what do they call that, that? what do they call that Mo- the what's that beer out there winona oh, terrace uh, and free uh, double cows shoot cows something. yeah cows. Uh, i don't know dairy something so, cows and yeah not yeah. good long story short anyway. <laughs> i lost him and i was an asshole That's sorry whatever. cam Trek you totally fanboyed him didn't you Trek world changes people yeah, like, Dude, let's ride bikes. changes a lot of people yeah Tens a lot. That stuff's inner bikes gone. gone. Trek worlds aren't really a thing anymore. Trek worlds, man. I just wish they would come back with things. Because inner, inner bike, the bike fun. industry needs some place to go right cut now. loose for like two or three days and just be. It's, it's now back to Vegas. 
I'd go back to Vegas. I'd go for uh, uh, friends of mine just went to Vegas for the first time in like seventy two hours. That's it. And like, hmm. out, wham bam. Thank a you, Dan. Bike like, show and a Britney Spears concert. Bounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's, let's go. I went to a Cannibal Corpse concert at an interbike once. Now we're talking. Hell yeah. Or we're just walking yeah. by, I'm like, huh? And we just rolled right in. Five bucks. Best five bucks I ever spent. I bet. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know who's a big Cannibal Corpse fan? Who? Jim Carrey. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun of, fact. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What movie? I just did the the tickle me fingers, but like, um, <laughs> what, what was fuck? it? The original Ace Ventura. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They, They're like, we need so, a band or something like that. So that was like real. That. The yeah. Cannibal Corpse, the, he goes to like the, you know, concert or whatever, and it's actually Cannibal Corpse playing, and <sighs> it, it, was, it was because he had a connection to them, or exactly. was like, I love you guys, will you do this, the really? video? Yeah. Oh, shit. And, and they're like, like awesome. uh, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> They're like, will you pay us like 30 bucks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. see. I went to a couple of shows in Vegas last time I was there, but I don't. I remember drinking beer out of a boot. Yeah, I'm not I could see that. I could see that. Doing some shoeies. Nah, the, shoeies. The, what everyone's thinking, like the industry trade show for North America, is not right now. It's like it's got to be Sea Otter. Like that's yeah. what it's become. And yeah. now you're seeing brands target product releases. That's when you know yeah. it's like the important thing on yeah. the calendar when brands are targeting releases at that. Yeah, so, I I went do you, to do you attend. I've been the otter. I don't I don't have to go anymore. No. <laughs> it's I got too much other stuff on this end of the country that I have to do. Sure. And I no, I don't. It, I don't it has get become a thing team. though, and and especially in the in the age of like, you know, I hate I I hate the word, but like influencers and YouTubers, it's like totally. it's it's become more of a place that they can go. And like we had Jess the Maker on the show. A few episodes back, and like you know, she does an awesome job. And, I haven't and listened to her. that yet. And she's, I saw them like, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, it's, she's it's awesome. Yeah, um, and she was there, and obviously that that does really well for that that type of brand these days, where yeah. it's like you can be there, and people who really follow you can watch Sea Otter through your their eyes. Yeah, you totally. Know, it's, it's great, but uh, it's it's totally different because it's not like Interbike, where it's like I need to go, I need to see the product and write my orders and for the shop, and like you know, it used to be like this kind of. It was work, but it was also like, I'm going to work all day, and then I'm going to go wild that night. Yeah. Or you're like, try to do it again the next day. Business for four hours. Right. And then 27 hours, whatever's left in the day, you're just going (laughs) hog wild. Yeah. And that's how it was always. But like, yeah, and then you get the cab to shows. Like, we did, I had to do all those, which those are a bit different, but. You don't go to Taipei? No. No. No, I don't want to do that. That Actually, no, intense. I do because like who, who was the bike brand that? I, there's two things that I've seen, or one thing that I've seen that was really, really cool, is that one company that did, it might have been a magazine company, I can't remember who it was, that made a bike entirely out of oil slick parts from the Taipei Bike Show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I missed that. Do, look up, look up like That's oil hilarious. slick bike parts or something like that on the internet. Like you'll find it, and it's just like I don't know if it was like BMX bike or BMX That's Plus or some awesome. media outlet or company that did it. But yeah, but I want to do it with all counterfeit or repop. Oh, like yeah. yeah, all like, but like Dude, a mountain that, bike that or something. Frame right there, that carbon road bike frame, right there, right next to Rob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. a China is a Chinese carbon bike. This guy bought. He's like, he's like, it was three hundred bucks. Yeah, and he's totally, like, we it's brought, actually not bad. Yeah. We brought that in, and then like it couldn't have been more an hour later. I rolled in like a, a older Fuji bike, like road bike to work on. I was like. Son of a bitch, this is like the same bike. Yeah. 
pretty yeah, sure like, they bought this, you know, frame design. And like, I want to do like knockoff zip wheels, yeah, and, like fake Colnago or S Works or or Sverks fame because I've seen that like yep. S W S V O R K S, yeah, or however you spell Sverks. Special, um, and Spesh. like all fake parts. Like yeah. I just want to see what that looks like. Damn, I don't want to ride it because it's gonna piss out of me. But like right I just want to see <laughs> what that looks like. What's the warranty like? <laughs> well, that's Zero like days. so. Like right now, we're seeing like a ton of like during. It's always been like you always see counterfeit stuff from everybody. Yeah, right. So sure. like right now, during like after covid or the pandemic i don't know wherever you guys publish this you'll get even more demonetized because it said covid sure. covid 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 but like during that time it. it was so hard to get certain stuff because of either availability or nobody had it or bandwidth then all these companies came out with fake parts like fake chain like right now the biggest thing i'm seeing is like fake chains fake rotors yeah. fake Sh- brake shimano pads. had crazy fake chains yeah that like, was like crazy they were good like Dude, good I fakes think we, i think we had uh, they spend customer- more time on the boxes yeah 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 yep. We had a customer come in, the, the pad material fell off the backing. Yeah, totally. I think those yeah. were... They were actually a bigger not, brand. I mean, fuck it. They were Jaguar off. pads, yeah. but they just they just didn't hold up. I don't know if they were real, though. They, like, you, mm, were they? I thought they, they might were, have been real. We bought them from QB. They, counterfit. Yeah. So, we, I've seen a ton. So, like, the counterfeit stuff that I see is all, like, direct-to-consumer stuff from, like, eBay or Alibaba gotcha. or yeah. Amazon. Yeah. And it's some company that's, like, bike shop ireland or whatever not right making fun of the irish or whatever but it's just like some random ass company name that doesn't exist two weeks later yeah. right and i've seen shops like buy parts like i had a shop that bought a, a bunch of counterfeit parts unfortunately because they felt like they had to and then they realized it as soon and they didn't catch it until after they installed it on the bike because the boxes look they spend more time on the boxes than they do the packaging was the yeah. packaging's phenomenal how they heat seal the the plastics uh, down to they make the grease look green like ours, but it's not grease. It's like it's weird paste, and they just do it because the color looks the same in the photos in the photo in in the yeah. Ad. And the shop ordered Shit. a bunch of stuff. And they're like, "What are you gonna do about this?" I'm like, "Nothing." Like, it's not ours, man. Yeah, I can't. Like, like we need to solve them. Do, does Shimano do anything about like like trying to prevent that? Of course, but it's like whack-a-mole. Like all right. those companies right. come up like crazy just like all those people that used to gray market shit years ago. Like right. they just come up as a different name and some different brother opens the business in an LLC and an EIN that's super cheap and then they just get another pallet of fake shit. Like yeah. that's yeah. and we always do like but it's hard to find it because like I was dealing with brake pads recently and every company, I can say this because every company deals with fake shit but like I had a shop that got fake. A customer brought in fake pads because he didn't want to spend money on the real pads at the shop. He said, "I can. Uh. I'm, I'm smarter. I can use the internet, right? Because that makes us all smarter." <laughs> and bought a set of pads, and they brought them in, and they're finned, flat mount pads that were spray painted black on the fins. They're round, not angled, and like the pad material, you could literally flake it off with your thumb. And we wanted the pads just because we want to see what people do how they make them counterfeit right. whatever like i'm not going to get a whole lot like one piece is enough but uh and find and then for for inspection reason but then also for legal reasons like we want to know where they got it from who what was the business name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the people are embarrassed to yeah to give us that information which is a bummer but yeah. i feel bad for him yeah. too like you spent money shop company if a yeah. shop if a guy like i had that happen like guy got fake brake pads and he didn't realize it and he's like yeah i'll give you all that information to the shop and then the shop's like i'm like yeah i'll just i'll find you a pair of pads and get them for you for the customer yes at that time like that's just because he went the distance to give us that information right like, yeah. 
I Which, remember at one point I felt like I was getting bulletins from SRAM all the time. They're like, fake part this, fake part that. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to, like, that's a lot to look into every yeah, time. Totally. Especially when the when the fakes are good. Yeah. Or at least to the, yeah. to the eye. You're to like, the eye, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It looks like a brake pad, you know, like. When you're putting in so many brake pads every day and you see one that looks like every other brake pad, you're sure. I remember a bunch of brands years ago, some OEMs had issues with helmets because it's easy. Foam's foam. Like foam and plastic is easy to knock off just by look and feel. By use, hell no. It ain't ain't the same at all. Right. Same thing with like we've seen, you know, everyone's seen fake rotors or fake pads or fake chains or cassettes are pretty – they're easy to spot. It's all about the eye, right, with a lot Mm -hmm. of that fake stuff. You know, fake frames. How many times have we all heard stories or witnessed or are physically done? Like, guy comes in, needs a warranty for a frame, and we look and there's no serial number. Yeah. <laughs> we asked the guy where he bought it from, and it was some guy on the internet or some, and he doesn't exist anymore. And it was a fake frame. Like, yeah. I've seen that so many times. Yeah. yeah. So it's. Not Does any of that stuff ever make it back to warranty? Do you know? Like, like. Hey, get a warranty. I mean, I guess if the serial yeah, number doesn't I mean, work, doesn't we see work. some. Yeah, we see some weird stuff. Like sometimes, depending on how that process happens, sometimes shit goes back. I mean, we've had stuff go back that isn't even ours. Like people put the wrong shit in a box, and we get it. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for the people. Like there's that two dudes in that department that are like charged with like opening up the box. They're like, yep, that's a broken derailleur. Like. Why is it broken? Like they have to go through that process. It's, oh, shit. it's like the cage. Like if you ever like did any of the tours at our facility in, in Irvine, like we have a cage that it's just these dudes in their office and they have dumpsters and you look in and it's just piles oh, of whatever. But what's the most impressive stuff is when they did fish there and you just saw the piles of fishing reels and stuff. It's like, hey, that says Tiagra or that says Altegra on it. <laughs> um, that's but, right. Yeah, Shimano is a huge fishing company. Huge fishing company. Is I, is what's bigger, biking or fishing? So in the U.S., it's bike. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think globally too. I mean, yeah, we'll call it that. I don't know off the top of my head. Sure. It always changes a little bit, but but the, it's close. Uh, in the U.S., like it, it's fish Shimano fishing's out of like the Carolinas. It used to be out of California. The whole mm-hmm. office, and they're like, hey, all the fishing for the you know sales, I guess, is all the money for that kind of athletic whatever you want to call it is done out of the Carolinas that's you know freshwater kind of shit blah sure, blah blah yeah. and everyone from Shimano office for the fishing division was like yeah we'll move everybody they up to move from California across the country because it's just like that's like the mecca yeah, if you will for fishing um, besides like two dudes because they had to stay there but <laughs> yeah it's yeah fishing it's funny that's the stuff like I drive a blue van right like I drive a big ass van that says Shimano on it no it's not Sunrun so many shops say, hey, you drove by the shop. Yes, my van is blue. There's white letters that with an S. No, I'm not Sunrun. I'm a Shimano. I'm in Vermont. I'm not in Maine. Like, that happens Damn. all the time. But the people that drive up, like, at a gas station and, like, honk the horn or, like, show me, like, a tattoo or ask me for the most free shit, fishing people. No, no shit. Way. Dude, like, crazy. I've had people follow me into, like backwoods vermont i'm on a dirt road going on a group ride with a bunch of homies and there's a truck big old country boy following me and i'm like i'm gonna get killed and he's like hey you going to a watering hole you finding a good spot i'm like oh you think i do fishing stuff okay no that's not me i'm bike guy you want a fishing guy well that's it right like yeah and like i'll be driving like through portland heading up the coast up you know 295 or 95 and some dude's ripping by me in an old Taurus wagon with like a trout tattoo doing like a hundred miles an hour showing it to me. I'm like, 
Yeah, cool, dude. Sick, Don't bro. kill me. So, like, is there a guy in another blue van getting harassed by mountain bikers? So that's right the now? joke. That's the joke, right? So like the fishing, and we also do like rowing stuff. So like all oh, the, like, yeah, the equipment yeah. for rowing, and like um, we were, I think we were the ones that did the first clicker binding. Was like a Shimano part, like oh, really? for snowboarding. Makes sense. Yeah, and then we sold it to I don't know K two or Sims. We're like, cool, yeah. we're out. Sick. Mm, see you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Good luck with all that shit when it freezes. Um, <laughs> I'm not in. I'm not out. Fuck. <laughs> I, I never worked at a rental shop at a ski mountain in New England. I never cursed that stuff out. Uh, but like the the fishing and rowing stuff, all the water sports stuff is white vans, blue lettering, and we're typically uh, blue vans, white lettering. But I also use it to my advantage. I'll be in like an area and somebody comes up to me like, "Hey, you do bike stuff?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm the fishing guy, man." Sorry. <laughs> That's nah, awesome. sorry, dude. Nah, reels only, man. <laughs> reels only. So, real quick, I just moved to a, a town, and, and behind my house, it's it, I, have, I'm, I backed up property to a big uh, Swiftwater River, and it's a fishing mecca in that area. I guess I kind of knew it was a deal, but it, there's a ta- place in town, fishing shop, and the guy didn't want to talk to me at all. Like, yeah, I didn't want to drop my honey. He didn't want to drop his honey holes. He didn't want to tell me anything what I should use. I'm like, oh well, no, I'm from the area. That didn't work. And then. I just drove in one. I'm like, I'm going to try this. Drove up with my Shivano van. Oh, dude, he thought I was the man. I gave him a shirt and some hat. He's telling me where to go. <laughs> He'd come toward the back of my house. I'm like, that's all I needed to do was give you a couple T-shirts and a hat. Like, yeah, man. But it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People do it. For any, people do anything for a T-shirt and a hat. That's my thing. Oh, well, so, like, the big thing for me is, like, I do a lot of group, like, road with you guys tonight or yeah. try to ride with you guys tonight. But, like, I'll do group rides on road rides, cross, like, I go to shops. I want to help them out with stuff, and I want to just hang out with the people that work at a shop on a group ride. Like, yeah. I'll do a group ride if with the shop if it's people from the shop. Yeah. Like personally, yeah. like yeah, that's where you're gonna be most impactful. Like, yeah. no, I don't want to hang out with you know Joe customer and your whale and the dentist dude. Like, whatever, <laughs> answering questions <laughs> about that shit. No, I want to hang out with you guys. But like the big thing is, people always want to rip my nuts off <laughs> on every ride whether yeah. it's road mountain gravel it's pogo stick. like yeah. every ride they're like we're gonna every single you. ride they want to just kick my dick in <laughs> and and they do that and they're like yeah that was sick right i'm like dude you tried pushing me into a tree like, <laughs> so yeah cool yeah you got a hat no like i'm not gonna give you a hat if you push me into a tree i'll give you a hat Holy if you push shit. me up the hill that's funny. like <laughs> But no, that happens all like all the time, all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm super fast. Can I get stickers? I'm like, how does that equate? Like, not- how, how does that equate? That doesn't make any sense to me. Holy shit! Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, so we had a rep come in uh, a while back. He's like, hey, can you bring me on a nice? Easy gravel. Oh, you're ride. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I got, I got the new Vermont rep. New Hampshire, New Hampshire guy asked for this. It was Andy. Easy. Let's just say Andy. I was, was going to say it's Andy. It was Andy. No, Andy. I'll text him later. <laughs> it was Andy. He was like, he was I think like, he called me after that ride. <laughs> Probably. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was unfair. Well, I took Rob, the e-bike, e-bike out, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just not feeling it tonight. We're gonna go easy." <laughs> Dude, let's last, last sentence, that, dude. Like, I had that fucker on 11 the whole day. We did so much climbing. And I'm just like wearing jeans laughing on the e-bike. <laughs> he got home late. Well, you like, you rode the shit out of the thing, too. You bodied hard. Like, you were like jumping the e-bike off like a cliff. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Like, I was talking to him after. He's like, Rob came off like a 10-foot ledge and just bodied the floor. Like, 
no problem. He gets up, like, he gets back in the shop. He's like, I think it broke my hand. <laughs> like, everybody's like, why'd you go so hard? I'm like, the rep was on the Yeah, and, and then Andy's like, ride. he's fucking trying to kill us I gotta prove time. my worth. Andy always said that. Like, I took him to Green Woodlands one day. And uh, he's like, dude, why are you going so fast? I I'm think like, he called me about that right, too. <laughs> I'm like, we all talk, right? Like, we all yeah. talk about, like, don't go to this shop, right? It's a fucking death I'm march. Like, really. I'm like, I'm the slowest guy in the shop, man. Like, I was not going fast. That's funny. I think it's like, we like as a, as shop people, we're like, oh, like, they're, they ride, all, they must ride all the time. You're working bike industry, you must ride all the time. Nope. It's like, we Just gotta like kill them. We gotta kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do get the ride a lot. I'm lucky because my boss is always like, he, every time he calls me he's like hey you riding you fucker and it's kind of a yeah. joke but also like did you yeah. did you get to go for a ride yet yeah. like, right yeah. I'm lucky it, we like to be authentic like, well yeah. and like you do ride yeah. like obviously you get out and ride a bunch like I I, I, uh, I did a demo with Pivot years ago at, at another shop and um, the rep came in and was like hey man we're going for a ride after, after uh, you know we did the demo and he's like yeah man I gotta like I gotta head to Utah and uh, you know like he seems so depressed <laughs> And I was like, you're the demo guy. Like, you have all these bikes and you get to go get out and ride. And he's like, nah, dude, I, just, I gotta go. That's, it's certain, certain jobs like that, like, are really hard. Yeah. Like, you're going, everybody has the best pizza, the best beer, the best trails, right? right? Like, and you do, for some of those people, you get super jaded in some of those roles. Like, some of those mm. guys I feel, or folks, I feel really bad for. Like, you're yeah. just constantly dealing with, and that's what's different about my job. Like, I'm more shop. Based, yeah. not consumer based so yeah. it's a different level of questions it's a different level of experience or whatever yeah, we're doing but for sure um yeah that's hard that's super hard yeah you know I, I, he just seemed burnt out he was like yeah i just you know he obviously had a schedule of demos he had hit and and yeah. also like you know he's just like hey. you also got not to break yourself too like yeah. that's the other thing like yeah. there's so many times i've been because that's a number fest perfect example i got trucked the last year it was at kt and i would like everyone shows up wednesday night because when we do an event like let's say i need two mechanics to help out at a demo i hire four or i have four there so yeah, sure. we can all ride like right like rotate two in the morning two in the yeah. e like we always do a morning ride together and then two people get to you know keep riding two people open up shop by noon lunchtime we switch high five each other change clothes and then go for a ride and then we always do a ride after like that's the agency I work with, the group out of New England, like we're authentic. Like we yeah, want to ride. Right. Like I have guys come in from California to go to Gloucester for a cross race, and we secretly signed them up, and we didn't tell them. And we said, "Hey, you're racing." Like <laughs> yeah. we got kids. Oh, we don't have kids. No, we do. We got stuff. Yeah, like we, we want to. Go. But that's a big thing. Like we're super authentic about that. But I have to have a conversation before events. Like, hey, like nobody swing, you know, your junk out. Like we're yeah. here to work and hang out and have fun and go ride and just have a good time. Yeah. And two minutes into a ride, I got trucked by somebody behind me that was trying to impress how good he was on me. And he literally, I washed out in the corner. His rear wheel landed on my neck. Uh, no, front wheel landed on my neck. He was on the rear brake. I only know this from witness accounts. And then his rear wheel skidded up my back and ripped my helmet off me. Holy and shit. I separated my shoulder had severe whiplash, didn't get a concussion. Jeez. Uh, and yeah, and I still worked that whole weekend because my boss was like, you should go home. I'm like, I'm a spiteful mother. I'm going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, train. That's the train. Yeah, it might come in the building. We never know. <laughs> yeah. But that's always the thing. Like tonight, like I, what I was saying earlier, like I have no pride, no shame on my rides. Like I'll ride yeah. as hard as I want, or as slow as I want, or as fast as I want, and yep. I don't care anymore. Because yeah. I'm going to drive two hours home, or like I got to do another there. shop ride tomorrow, or something. That's what we're waxing poetically, but that's yeah. we all got to eventually get to There's that. There's wives and children and future <coughs> job yeah. appointments to make. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to train. I, I miss the festivals. I miss the Burke stuff. The, yeah, the, totally. The North, the East Kingdom. I would train for that. So I would, I would a few months beforehand, I would, I would Shame go on a ball buster time, ride. Yeah. I would drink until about 1130. <laughs> That's it, dude. And then I'd call my buddy Connor and get up at 630 in the morning and ride again. Work you guys all are day. animals with that. Like I, I used to love those events, and then I, and then I'd sleep for four days when I got home. But yes, I, I, that was the just backload it, just get it, just push it off, I, push it off. Yeah, I, I took so much pride in going and going and going. Yeah, which is why I think it's cool. Like, there's more littler festivals happening. Yeah, like Flow State's sure. a really cool vibe. Like you guys are there, we're there for that. Like that's super fun, and I do like I do like. Like Nemba Fest at Sugarloaf, I love the trails up there. They're insane. I'm talking about the mountain stuff. The yeah. the regular trails are cool too. For you know, great for demos and for families and for people going in for just for riding. Like the 50 mile race to do up there or whatever it is is super rad. But like the stuff on the mountain, so sick. I feel, I feel like we had Adam on. Yeah, we have yet to ride his stuff. I think uh, we may be seeing him shortly. We should I think do it. Maybe into town soon. Yeah, I might come um, along for that too. Yeah. Um, but we got to get the main. You yeah. have to. It's funny, you know. It's you know. It's something good when everybody complains. Like during the EWS, yeah. The fast guys were bitching. The chunky guys were bitching. The techie guys were bitching, and it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. He builds stuff very similar to how you guys do. Like get on a knoll and go, oh, that's cool, and then that's the trail. <laughs> wow. Like that's, that's it. yeah. I'm blushing. At, at Trans New England, which is like one of the funnest freaking parties and events on the the calendar and it's always like the so much fun you want to talk about something to train for that's because yeah. i got to do it with a 50 pound bag of spare parts and just shit. do mash unit front lines shit and help out people oh, as much shit. as possible so do you ride every stage i try to i again no pride no shame there's certain times i can't because i'm trying to like yeah triage or rear derailleur or like a hub and or, it, it's or blind something for you right most for everybody tracks. holy shit yeah for everybody so unless you've been to the area before right. which is it's a little different than other trans races like some of the places you can ride <clears throat> publicly True. right um but then there's a lot of people that have never been there before or they've ridden tracks but never ridden mm-hmm. the tracks on that side right. or yeah. the tracks on this side or this is not open yet yeah. we're gonna try mm-hmm. this or and, and it's it's insane because if we have so many people that have come to that event over the past few years that saying yeah, I want to ride all the best stuff in New England, and I can do it in a week. Yeah, I'm gonna pay to do that. Yeah, like that's cool. But like last year, Trans New England came to um, Woodstock. Yes, and I, yeah. I had like the week before the races, and everyone's like, "Wow, these tracks are perfect." And I wanted to be like, "You're welcome." Yeah, like, well, <laughs> I had like giggle shits coming down because I was like, "They were just here." I'm like, "Holy fucking shit! Yeah. This is fucking dope." Because yeah. when you're seeing the pictures in the press release, you're like, "Where the fuck is that? I've ridden that place yeah. a million times." Yeah. Well, it was the yeah because Gavin's like, "I'm gonna open this for." the uh trans new england and the race and that's it yep extra you don't get yeah, exactly. again and i always would do so like i'll help out like when i do it i'm always like back of the bus sweeping right because like yeah. i'll do a track and that's part of what i do is i'll do a track and if there's somebody 
you know, banging a rock, yeah. you know, Moy Wise on his <laughs> wheel or, you know, I'll try to help out in the spirit of the event, right? I'm not going to like pit stop anything, but like I'll try right. to do what I can to keep people going because that's, it's all about stoking fun for those events. Mm-hmm. But riding the back of the bus is the best because they're all haggard ass totally lined out <laughs> tracks with loam balls everywhere and yeah. everyone's like oh wow, that was sick i'm like no it was steep as shit there's huge root like what root balls are you talking about i'm like oh <laughs> you just went through like seven feet of loam and i'm on granite now like it's, yeah. yeah it's why it's it's yeah. it's super fun now there's a trail and now there's a trail exactly yeah. like all yeah. the stuff we did off like behind bear and all that like that yeah that day was that was eye-opening for a lot of people like just the amount of giggle inducing loam balls you're coming like when stuff is landing on your stem from behind you you know it's a good trail or a good track oh yeah loamer yeah exactly that's sick but no that's a cool event and i think it's that scene is inspiring to go out and build fresh shit and just i don't know new england fuck yeah fuck yeah on the come up even though we've already been here and always been here yeah don't tell your friends don't tell your friends stuff sucks Hey, so before we go, yeah, because I just looked at it, we're, we're running, we're running. <laughs> um, what's coming from Shimano? Can we take what 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 kind of little nuggets can you give us? Chris? Um, it's funny. So they they came out with cool, really rad mountain stuff, and they have you know their their road stuff they came out with, and then we came out with stuff that I honestly didn't think was going to be that big of a deal. But there's that Q's drivetrain groups mm-hmm. and Linklide stuff, which yeah. isn't the flashy phenomenal you know what you athletes see like it's a really unique launch for any brand like it's an oem level drivetrain design that's universal parts like 9 10 11 speed stuff that uses the same chain and chain ring and that's the pitch cool. of the cassettes the same size so yeah. it's weird to say like when i have to do the presentation for this because i'll leave little nuggets over the last couple of years like forest through the trees we're trying to make fewer parts and more universal things but mm-hmm. we have to make that stuff we can't do it with the old stuff we have to roll it up throw it away burn it whatever and then start a whole new design yeah and so eventually it'll be the kind of thing where someone comes in with a cues group or or a link light group and you have one chain for that you have one i just sold our first link light chain the other day you did yeah Yeah. oh right yeah Uh, i need link light chains like coming right up yeah um so that stuff's really cool and i think that stuff's super important because all the high-end amazing stuff is awesome, but everyone uses 105. Right. Everyone needs yeah. the 10-speed stuff. The working That's, hands Grupo. Yeah. Blue collar, the market basket of Grupos, baby. That's what I say about 105 <laughs> and SLX. Might was, smell uh, like fish, but man. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a meeting in California when SLX 12-speed stuff was coming out. I'm like, and the, the product managers were like trying to figure out what to call it. I'm like, that's for the dude in ripped car hearts and cigarettes at the trailhead. Like, yeah. That, and sure enough, we saw some of those dudes tonight. I'm like, that's what that, that like, that's, that's yeah. what it's for. And that I know, didn't have any cigarettes. No, yeah. but cues fresh out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Yeah, Got a bump pack in the truck, but some, <laughs> some singles, but no, that stuff's like super important. Like that's, we don't just do high-end stuff we do everything you know yeah. we do the stuff for walmart bikes you know that's real shimano stuff like you're saying like that's the the niners getting people doing it and that's super important for us so that's we spent a lot of time and effort in it and it's a weird launch because it's not like high world cup level athletes using it it's right. your mom your dad you know your brother taking the bike to soccer practice kind of bullshit like that's yeah. the kind of stuff that are going to use it and everyone's like, how are you going to sell it? I'm like, it's sold. It's on bikes. It's just, you know, it's 
education. That's trying to that group is all about education, trying yeah. to teach what that stuff is. Right. And then other than that, you're gonna see, you know, there's a lot of like when the 12 speed road stuff came out, everyone said there's you know what what's coming out. Like everyone knew that stuff was coming. There's, right. Yeah. There's certain things you're gonna expect, and then there's a lot of things you're not gonna expect. Um, that's the cool thing about working for a Japanese based company in Shimano and and you know we go so far through a process with something but if it's not perfect we're gonna scrap it yeah which is why i have a great out when people ask me like oh what are you guys working on i i don't want to say something because it might not it be true right now it might not be true in six right, months true. because we're like yeah we're not going to do that right now like right. 13 speed went only so far before we scrapped it so the <laughs> right. joke internally is like they call me the silence assassin because when the silence mountain bike hub came out it didn't, and I did a presentation with 400 people the week before, and then they get an email like, yeah, we're scrapping it. It's not great. I'm like, fantastic. You told me I could tell a whole bunch of people, and we're not doing it. <laughs> and then the same thing happened with the road stuff. And so, like, the joke is right after Yanko did a presentation on it, it just, like, killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you're going to see there's, you know, we're always, the line is we're always working on new stuff to uh, and better the user experience or whatever the the legal mumbo jumbo is that you see on all the outlets and media stuff. But we are always working on new stuff. And yeah, of course we're going to come out with cool rad shit. It's just making sure it's not stupid expensive and it works and right. it's usable. I yeah. Trying to make less dumb stuff. I think nice. it's cool. I like that. It's I good. Think that. Less yeah. dumb spot coming from you know, Shimano. Great. <laughs> Stay tuned for less dumb less stuff. Dumb stuff. Uh, yeah. The media team's going to love me. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It makes sense viral. to all of us. Make a t-shirt. We'll buy yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Well, go out and get yourself some less dumb stuff from Shimano. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your bike up. Oh, Jesus. It's coming. <laughs> He's oh, regretting Jesus. every moment. Nah. It all came down. I mean, yeah. I didn't tell you about it's those 17 speed XXTTRR. You know where to find us Dirt Church MTB on Instagram. Tell everyone about us. Tell your grandmother. Tell uh, your your grandmother's grandmother. Yeah. Next time you're buying fishing gear, tell that guy. Tell, <laughs> tell, tell your dog. We don't give a shit. Uh, shoot us a meal. If you have any questions, uh, Dirt Church MTB Podcast at gmail.com. Chris, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks. Good time. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's not too bad hanging that. in the basement, having a beer or two or no. yeah. seven. The gap in the corner, he's been quiet the whole time. So Yeah. <laughs> At uh, once, get, never mind. Never mind. You know what? Never <laughs> <All right>. mind. <laughs> We're gonna go outside, start up a sob. Yeah, I'm gonna go smoke a couple more cigarettes. <laughs> okay. All right, Dirt Church MTB. <laughs> Peace. See you.